Welcome to the Impactful Stylist Podcast, where we focus on mindset and social media marketing for hairstylists. I was a stylist who worked for 17 years behind the chair and decided I was completely burnt out with what I was doing. I went from cutting bobs and pixies and specializing in dimensional color to completely transforming my business into extension-based services. So this, as you can probably imagine, was night and day. And not only that, I had to completely start over again, rebuilding my clientele. And my whole purpose of The Impactful Stylist is to show you how you can totally do this you can build the clientele that you want. You can pivot your business. You can do whatever you want to do. It all comes down to your mindset and your strategy behind that. And that's what we're here to talk about. Do you have my 30 days of content strategy yet? If you don't and you don't know what this is, it's actually a free resource to you. I wanted to give the gift of really, again, clarity, because that seems to be my word of the year so far, but clarity on what to post on your social media to build a relationship with your potential clients. Because ultimately, that is what is going to lead to more bookings rather than just not really knowing what to say or knowing what to do. Oftentimes I will see the most beautiful work from a stylist, um, but they will have, you know, a really short caption on there and it really doesn't give their potential customer a glimpse into who they are as an individual. And when somebody's going to be sitting in their, in your chair for a couple hours, they want to know if they can vibe with you or not. So I think that is what a lot of hairstylists are missing is, and it's hard to know like what to even do to start to build that. And it it can feel kind of awkward to put yourself out there like that. But the 30 days of content strategy helps you to do that in a much easier way. And it's kind of a springboard to start to get you out there more. This is the perfect little segue um, of dipping your toe into the Magnetic Marketing Masterclass, or course, actually, which is going to be released sometime in the next couple months. And we will actually be building on that and make it even more targeted for you and your clients or your potential ideal clients. So for now, you can go ahead and check that out. It's totally free. Again, You can get that by going to the Impactful Stylist Instagram and clicking the link on the bio and you'll find it there. So I'm going to jump right in today. If you saw um, my Instagram post from the other day that talks about three things that growing stylists are sleeping on when it comes to social media that they should be doing every day. And I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, Amy, oh my God, like I need to add one more thing 
to my list of things to do to try to grow my clientele. But if you can start to shift your mindset around social media, the first being, I I feel like years ago or when I first started um, really trying to market to extension clients, I understood pretty quickly that I was going to need to shift my focus and that I was going to have to start to view social media as more of a tool to use rather than just sitting around scrolling for hours, you know, I mean, like we've all done it and we all do it. Like it's completely, it's, it's designed to keep you on there, but the more you can really make it a priority to do certain things every day and you set a timer and just get it done and be super intentional about these things, the more you will see results. Anybody can take 15 minutes per day and do some of these things. Um, And I've really kind of shifted how I like to do things. Um, I do post on social media still. Um, I'm probably more active on Instagram than Facebook. Um, But one thing that I've really noticed over the years is, you know, just being social with people. Social media was made to be social. And I think a lot of the time, you know, just interacting with people on stories and stuff like that. And I don't even mean just like, I don't mean to do it in a superficial way. I mean, like when you're watching stories, because a lot of people do watch stories. And sometimes it's one of those things where you might watch them and you don't really say anything. But, you know, if you're watching a story and somebody's wearing a cute dress, like, I mean, I'm not above being like, oh my God, that dress looks amazing on you. Where did you get it? And things like that. I mean, it has to be authentic. Don't just make shit up just to do it. But I feel like when you're coming from an authentic place, um, it's just different. And not only that, I mean, who doesn't need somebody just hyping them up a little bit? You know, I mean, I enjoy it, especially... You're wearing an outfit that you're like, oh, I don't know about this, but I'm going to put it out there on stories. And you have people hyping you up that you don't even know. And it just makes you feel good. But not to say that you need that validation. Just saying that sometimes it's nice to have that. So think about that even from a potential client perspective or just, you know, talking about whatever it is they're posting. Like, oh my God, that's one of my favorite places to eat. Or what do you like to get there? I get this, you know, just different things like that. And again, from an authentic place, you know, don't just make shit up. But for me, that has been nice because you do start to form relationships with people and 
you know, they start to comment on your stories more. Or, you know, I've had people tell me, you know, I can't, you know, I would love to come to you one day. It's not in my budget right now, but I'm going to send everybody I know your way, you know, and things like that. And for me, because there's always, I feel like there's always going to be clients out there that need their hair done. But I've gotten to a certain place in my career where I don't want just anyone in my chair. Um, I really want those clients that I like and that I really vibe with that don't bring me down. And, you know, that's not to say that I have this amazing soulmate experience with every single client in my chair. I'm just saying I'm just operating from a different place now. I feel like because I'm as an extension specialist, I'm spending a lot of time with somebody. And as somebody who I feel like I'm definitely an empath, like I don't, you know, if you're around somebody who's like super negative and like just bleh, like all the time and you got to be around them for like six hours doing a new install, like, no, for one thing, my head has to be in the game. And if I've got somebody in my chair just being like a bleh, you know, just somebody that you just don't want to be around because they're just, I mean, you all know what I'm talking about. I know you all are even, you probably have somebody in your mind that you're thinking about right now when I say it. Those people that are nightmare clients that you think, I would almost rather get hit by a bus than go do her hair. And... (laughs) For any clients, I hope you're not listening to this thinking I'm talking about you (laughs) because I'm not. (laughs) You would most likely not be listening to this podcast, but I do actually have a few clients who listen to this podcast, so that's kind of fun. But you guys, I hope you know I'm not talking about you. But anyways, um, we all have those clients and... I mean, honestly, I don't anymore. I just don't. Um, I just, I don't know if it's being almost 43 years old. I don't know if it's being someone who's been in the industry longer. But I have such a low tolerance for bullshit anymore. (laughs) And, you know, I think it also just as over time, you start to become less of a doormat And more like, hey, I know where I want to spend my, you know, put my energy into and what I don't want to put it into. And, you know, you get to be a lot more guarded with your time and just who you will be around and things like that. And that's okay. You know, some people will call that being a bitch, you know, like whatever they need to call it. It's totally fine. But I'm going to get back on topic now. So the DMs are somewhere that a lot of magic happens if you utilize it, you know, again, from an authentic place, like just try it. Um, I take like literally like five minutes a day maybe and just kind of watch some stories. I don't fall into it and do it for an hour. Like that's just overkill. 
But when you take small increments every day, it doesn't hurt anything. And, you know, even going back and looking on your own stories and seeing who's watching your stories and then going and watching their stories, you know, I think just to give them a little love right back, I think always it's very reciprocal. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but anyways, moving on to Facebook groups. I am honestly not a huge Facebook fan. I do like it for private groups though. Um, I have definitely gotten some clients and we do get clients in our salon, um, as a result of clients tagging us in posts on, you know, some of the private like moms groups and stuff like that. You know, I think whenever you can be like an active person in those groups and not even just from a, you know, like join some local groups, comment on some posts, you know, be helpful. Don't be one of those people. We have a local group, you know, one in our area that seems to be more of a dumpster fire. Um, (laughs) And I always feel like there's a bunch of like negative Nancy's on there. Don't be one of those people like, you know, bitching about how slow the McDonald's is. Like, yes, we all know, like, just let it go, move on. You know, there needs to be like a local private group bingo for this group because I mean like it would have on there like person bitches about McDonald's being too slow this person bitches about the McDonald's having the milk the milkshake thing frozen ice cream machine that's broken I don't know this person says hey did anybody hear that noise I mean like (laughs) we all know like the cliche things now in that group that the conversations that happen, but there are also some good ones that happen too. So, you know, I think being brave after you've been someone who's participated in the group for a little while and, you know, posting some pictures of your best work in there and just introducing yourself and saying, Hey, I'm in this community I'm building a clientele. These are my specialties. I would love to talk to you if you're looking for somebody. If they allow that in the group. I mean, clearly, don't get banned from the group. Um, but people will come and creep on your page. And something to think about is once you've posted that in there, typically that stuff will be in there like and people can actually search in the group like hairstylist or whatever and like all the posts will pop up from you know the last year or whatever so those things are like planting little seeds and you know you're kind of with all of these things that I'm suggesting you're literally planting seeds this is a long game You know, this isn't going to like, and this might actually get you clients like immediately. Um, But like, I think we have to stop looking at some of these things as like, I need clients right now. I need clients right now. You know, this this better get me clients like this week because that's not reality. Um, This is a long game. Definitely. 
And if you are someone that you're struggling financially, I completely understand. Um, And it might also be time, you know, and there's no shame at all in picking up another part-time job while you're building your clientele and different things like that. Um, I know several people who do that and there is nothing wrong with it at all. Um, so keep that in mind and, you know, also being strategic about your part-time job. Like, where are you going to work? Um, you know, do you have the ability to work at a, like a blow dry bar as well? And I know I've mentioned this before on the podcast, in my emails, like on Facebook group posts and stuff like that and hairstylist forums, but like legitimately, what a great way to like network and meet other like potential clients because they're not coming in there to get colored and they're just coming to get their hair blown out and whatnot. It's such a great like place to meet people. And if you're vibing with them and you really like them and they like you and they keep coming back to you to get your, their blowouts done, you start to get to know people over time. And I'm not saying like for sure self down their throat the first time you meet them or anything like that. But, you know, I feel like there's, there are organic ways to build relationships with people just over time. And then they think, hey, you know what? She does my blowouts. Like I'm going to go to her and, you know, get my color done. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, like there is nothing wrong with that. Clients, no one owns clients. And I don't, I've said that in other episodes. Some people like do not agree with that. It's, this can be a really hot topic, but like (sighs) clients don't like that. Like if you are very, you know, like I own you and that's my client and this, that, and the other, like clients choose where they want to go and who they want to spend their money with. And that is a hundred percent. Okay. Like, and I'm, I'm a salon owner, you know, back in the day, like salon owners did not like, that was not the frame of mind like that they had. And, you know, it was of the mind that the salon owned the clients and like, that's not really how it works. Um, And I've been on both sides of that. Um, I've never had that outlook as an owner that I owned any clients. Um, But, you know, as a stylist, you know, I've had owners that felt like they owned everyone on my client list. Um, But that's for another day. But anyhow, um... So thirdly, you know, reaching out, well, let me back up. I did miss one key point that I wanted to say. As you are networking with people and different things like that, it can start to feel a little overwhelming having to like message people back and forth. Um, We do have systems set up in our salon. Um, We have like color forms that we send people and things like that. Um, and I'm actually thinking about creating a little mini course at some point, like with all of that stuff in there. Cause I think, 
I really like some of the systems we have and it makes communication easier and not as overwhelming and things like that. But more on that another time. Um, but definitely comment or reach out or something and let me know if you would find that valuable. Um, I think a lot of stylists are kind of burnt out because they're overwhelmed by all the things. Um, and I, there are definitely things that you can do to make it feel less overwhelming. But when you are building your clientele, you know, you're going to have people reaching out to you that want to know more about what you offer and what is your pricing like and different things like that. And as someone who offers extensions, it is really interesting because we will get a lot of different questions, which is fine. Like this is, I'm always open to questions and things like that. And so a lot of the time what I'll do, especially on Instagram, Facebook isn't as user-friendly with this, but Instagram is. And I will literally get on there and send someone a video message rather than, and I'll just do it through text sometimes too. If they're another iPhone user, I think you can do this on Android as well. But what I do is just literally send them a video message, you know, talking to them, you know, answering whatever question they have. Sometimes if I'm at work and I can visually show them something, I'll do that too. Um, and people just really appreciate that. And, you know, I've had clients tell me before, like, I, that really, you know, I really appreciated that. I liked that you sent me an audio message. You're like saying like my name in the message and talking to me and it just felt more personal. And, you know, I think when you can not get really caught up in like, oh God, well, I've got a big zit on my chin or my voice sounds stupid or whatever. Like for me, Honestly, it was more out of like, I don't want to say laziness. I'm going to say efficiency <laughs> because who has time to sit there and like type stuff out all day? Like I will sit there and obsess over how polite something sounded or did I add enough emojis or, you know, like and overthink it to death. And like nobody has time for that especially if you're working on clients throughout the day and different things like that, and you're trying to get back to people in a timely manner. Um, to me, this is the, what made the most sense. And it also just happened to really, people really responded well to it. Um, so I would definitely say for sure, send people video messages, step out outside of your comfort zone a little bit. They will appreciate it and the right people will appreciate it. And so, I mean, that's definitely the golden nugget here in most of this. Definitely, if you take nothing else from this episode, do that to make your life easier. And just to give a personal touch to any message that you're sending to clients. And I know I've talked about this third thing on previous podcasts before, but I cannot drive it home enough to you, especially these days with the economy changing, um, your clients are going to get, and they already have, and they have been for a little while. And that's why people are having to pick up second jobs and things like that. People are, 
definitely having to stretch out appointments. They are having to... <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, guys. They're having to kind of cut back. Like, ever, the cost of a lot of things have gone up. And they're reevaluating, you know, what they can let go of. And the, the perceived value of things. And... You know, our level of service, you know, has to be top notch. I mean, if it if it wasn't before, like it has to be now. And one of those things is just simply asking your clients how their hair is working out for them after they leave, making sure they love their hair. Now, for some of you, you might be like, holy shit, like, I don't want to do that because I don't want, I don't have time to redo something. Like, I don't have time if Betty Sue doesn't like her hair or I don't, but do you have, I'm going to ask you, can you afford to lose that person as a client? That's something to think on. And you know, these are things we can never assume that everything is just going hunky-dory and, you know, rush them in, rush them out, get them out the door. Or sometimes, you know, you can get really close with your clients and things can start to feel for them like, you know, a little too comfortable. And like, maybe we don't really ask them, like, how did everything work out? Like they show up and you already have their color mixed up. And you seem like you're in a hurry, so they don't really want to say anything. So they just come over and sit down and let you do the color, even though they thought that maybe something was a little too dark last time. Or maybe they wanted to try something a little different. (coughs) So I would encourage you to always, always, always take time out of your week to reach out to your clients that you've had the week before and just ask them how everything worked out with their hair. How's everything looking, feeling, all the things. Just checking in. Bonus points if you send them an audio message because just like the video message, audio messages are so much quicker and they're actually more personable. Personal, personable, however you want to say it. So... My clients really love that. Um, I mean, I send everybody audio messages. It doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> Client, husband, mom, friend, my team. <laughs> like, I think everybody's like, oh my God, Amy and her audio messages. But it's just so much easier to get everything out that you want to say and they can hear your voice. You know, you don't have to like overthink, does this sound nice enough or polite enough or whatever. They can hear the sincerity in your voice. So that's something to consider. And I hope you can implement these things into your daily life because I promise you it is worth it to take 15 minutes, like which is so small in the scheme of things if you think about it. It's these little things every day that we can do that are small, that compounded over time, make such a huge impact. And 
these things are doable. Like they're not huge. They're not, it's not a huge mountain that you have to climb. Like these are very simple shifts in your everyday behaviors that can make such a big difference in your relationships with your clients, relationships with potential clients. And it's just going to level up your business and you as an artist even more. And so I hope that you implement these things. Let me know how it goes. And I am just excited to watch you guys grow. If you got a lot of value out of this episode and you're feeling led, I would love for you to leave a review or share with a friend. And don't forget to follow the Impactful Stylist on Instagram and Facebook.